what can't you put in a burrito? Burritos are delicious. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Before we get into today's show, a big thank you to our sponsor, Send Gym. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to sendgym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendgym.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Welcome back, everybody. We're supposed to be talking about hiring A players, but before we even get started, I think we have to at least address the fact that this week is kind of just all about getting things done. <laughs> this should have maybe been our episode topic, but we already had this one that the hiring A players planned out. But I'm just saying, like, at this moment, our driveway is torn in half. Like, mm-hmm. half of our driveway is torn out and dug up with an excavator. And we had to tear out some of our block because we have like a block patio in the front. So the block is piled up. The driveway is literally torn out. And we're going to have to replace it. And our son is in the crawl space with a hammer drill. Jackhammer. Jackhammer basically putting a hole in the wall because we've been having water issues. And yeah. So it's been a little bit of a day. We don't have any water. We like. Oh, yeah, we're going to be without water all night. Yeah. We th- yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll have water. Hopefully we'll have our water back on tomorrow. So we're literally like we have a bathtub full of water. They were like grabbing buckets full of water to flush the toilets. Fine. Yeah, just a quick backstory. We came home yeah. from a Christmas party. There's water literally running down the driveway. Yes, like weeks so, ago. Yeah. yeah, so we're like, what? what is going on? So yeah, this is Was like, it back at Christmas? Was it, yeah, it was around Christmas, yeah. Okay. So it's been a few weeks. That's like a month and a half. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah. yeah. So long story short, we have extra insurance for our outside water issues because we have an older home. One of our neighbors said, yes. hey, pick up this we live insurance. in like a historical neighborhood. Water problems are very common. These, these houses were built in like the 30s and 40s. Yeah, yeah. so we found the water line that was leaking said around Christmas time. So we called this company up to come do it. Of course, it happened right around the holidays. So the holiday time came. Um, now they had somebody, Rona. They yeah, had a, Rona, they had COVID so, going through the business. Yeah, so it's so, been a process. Yeah. So normally I just do this stuff myself. But since we have insurance, I'm just letting them do it. Well, yeah, we pay sense. for it. Yeah. But it's just it's, the fact that like today. Everything's crazy. Yeah. Like they finally came out. I'm, I'm wearing a stocking cap. I'm, I'm dirty. Like. I'm, well, none no, of it. Nobody showers. We're not, not clean. Good not thing yet. this isn't smell-o-vision. <laughs> We're going to go. Actually, his parents oh, yeah. have very kindly offered to make dinner and have us over to eat and take showers. So after we record this, we're going to go to his parents. Sometimes you just have to get things done. So yeah. we're going to have, we're going to go ahead and record this podcast. <laughs> if we're a little frazzled, we will try to keep it together. But like I said, literally our driveway's torn up. We have block piled everywhere. They're coming back tomorrow. We have no water and our son's currently in the crawl space with the jackhammer. It's, it's fine. fine. It's totally we're fine. Good. We're good. Just a normal day. So <laughs> anyway, what we had planned to talk about was hiring a players. Because businesses are built by having great teams. There's a little saying, what is it? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. It's something like that. Because you can only go so far if you're a one-man show. Are there businesses out there that are just a one person? 
completely and totally. But there's definitely a cap on what you can do if you choose to do everything yourself because there's only so many hours in the day and you're only one person. You can only do so much. Yep. Right. So most of us are trying to build these great teams. And everybody has hired a sneaker. Like, we've all made hiring mistakes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> many, many. We've all had regrets. <laughs> um, and it happens. But we all aim to just get those A players. And those A players, those are the ones that really impress you. Like, they take initiative. They get results. You know, mm-hmm. we've all had them. They're good. Those are the people you're looking That's for. That's what we want. That's what you want. But if you want A players on your team, then you have to be an A boss. A players don't want to work for a B boss. Like, oh, yeah. they don't. Well, yeah, come time for the interview. You're interviewing this candidate, but they're also interviewing you. They should yeah. be looking at your company and figure out, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to work for. Because the know. A players are thinking like that. Mm-hmm. So they care about who they work for. They care about what kind of company culture you have. That's just some of the ways you know that they are these A players, that they're looking at that kind of stuff. If they just like roll up and they're like, whatever, do I get paid on Fridays? Do I get paid weekly? You know, <laughs> can I have a pay advance? If those are the types of questions they're asking they are perhaps not the best candidates. Because a lot of people think that like, oh, I am going to just hire somebody that just has all these skills Mm -hmm. and they're going to come and fix my business. They've been working for Jim's Landscaping down the road. They already know how to run the equipment. They already know how to do this. Just skills. And they think if you hire those people, then that's what's going to save your business. I think that's one of many landscapers. They look for just the skills they have. They don't look beyond just their skill set. And this, to me, is, is a big flaw. And we did it, too. My dad still does it. He looks for, ah, this guy's, I heard this guy's going to be leaving, like you said, Joe's Landscape Company or whatever down the road. And, and they might be just, able to run every piece oh, of equipment yeah. and know how to do landscaping, yeah. but they have the leadership skills of a damp cloth mm-hmm. and, you know, the personality of, I don't know, a bucket full of crabs. Like, <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said it's been a weird day. It's the best thing I could come up with <laughs> off the top of my head. I should learn to like make analogies beforehand so I don't right. come up with things like buffet bucket foot crafts. But anyway, I, 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 I was just thinking of something pinchy, like, okay. you know, okay. not, sorry. Anyway, moving on. So they might have the skill set, but there are other things that would be considered soft skills. Mm-hmm. Do we do a podcast on soft skills? I know we've talked to. We talked to um, Blue Collar. Right. And we talked about soft skills. Maybe yeah. we'll put that in the show. Yeah. yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. So, yes, they could have the skills, but I think you can't only solely focus on those skills because if that's all they're bringing to the table, they're not going to save your business like you think they are. No, you, you need to look at other things, like you said, the soft skills. To me, the most important thing is looking at their attitude. We've all worked with that one person who's a total Debbie Downer, like brings everybody down because they're always just like, mm. it's like, I'm sorry, am I interrupting your life by offering you employment and paying you to be here? I mean, they should come with some sort of excitement when they're coming to talk to you and, you know, during the interview process. They have to have something there, otherwise... A little something. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not saying you can't have skills, especially if you're hiring for, like, a foreman or some kind of higher level. Having skills is important, but it's just Mm not the only thing that's important. Because if you're hiring just general laborers, like, you know, your inexperienced people, then I think it's okay completely to totally focus on these other things, like attitude personality, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, their ability to look at things. Because like I said, we, we look for people like installed plants or have mowed lawns or can weed eat or anything like That's that. That's usually like the first thing you look for. Yeah, you know, what kind of equipment you run. And don't get me wrong, this stuff's important. You should be asking this stuff still. But there's other things you need to be looking at besides that. If you're looking for the A players, if you're just looking for somebody to fill a hole. If you're just looking for a warm body, then, then that's sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> but it really comes down to competence, I think. And we have done a podcast episode on competence versus confidence. So we can link to that one as well. But 
competence really comes down to basically that person's ability to perform, ability to do their work. Yeah. And if you want to get an idea, I think for somebody's competence, it seems kind of silly, but when you're interviewing them, it'd be something like, oh, hey, if you, you know, did a high school project, like say somebody younger, like when, when you had to work on a team on a high school project, what role did you take? That's a very good question because you can find out if they're a leader, they take initiative, they, they do stuff, or they just stand back and... Right. Did they let everybody else do everything? Mm-hmm. Were they like, sweet, you know, I'm in a group with the smart kids, let them do it all. Yeah. Or if they come back with the answer, oh, I would just take over and do everything myself, that's probably not good either because you don't want Captain Control Freak. So... <laughs> See, I'm just good with my names today, huh? I've actually worked with people that they said they would literally walk around with a clipboard at their previous job to look busy. They said anybody that has a clipboard is important and is busy, but they're not doing anything. And they told you this? Yes. That's yes. hilarious. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. But, so, but not, so that person wasn't an A, that's not an A player because no, they aren't getting results. Anybody can walk around with a clipboard and look important. Yeah. I'll give it to them. They're pretty crafty if they like figure that out. So somebody who openly admits to just looking busy. So when you're interviewing people, I think you should definitely just ask them questions like that. Like when you were in this scenario, what did you do? What were you thinking? How did that come out? So that's going to give you a good indicator of these people's level of competence to get things done. Yeah, you want to ask open-ended questions. You don't want to ask anything that's like yes or no. This does more than one thing. You're finding out what they can do and understand. Of course, because if you're like, oh, are you a good team player? They're going to be like, yes. (laughs) You know, people can interview and answer all the questions right and still not be a good fit. Yeah, So, So what all goes into all this competence? I think a big one is, number one, communication. And it's not just their ability to move their mouth and just talk and to get their thoughts out to you. They also have to know how to listen. If you're interviewing them and they're talking so much that you can't get a word in edgewise, like you're the one who owns the business and you can't get a word in, that's probably an indicator that they're not very good at listening. Communication is so important. This is where when you ask those open-ended questions, you can find out how they communicate. Or like you said, they're just chatty and just keep going and going. In. But if you ask closed questions like yes or no, you're not seeing how they can communicate. And communication is so important, especially like... If you're looking for a foreman or something that needs to go communicate with a customer or mm-hmm. more importantly, like a salesperson, you, yes. know, you need to find out how well they can communicate. How well can they listen? That's where so, you get into that actually, like how well do they move their mm-hmm. mouth and how well and do their thoughts come out clearly? Is yes. it, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I hate people that kind of like dance around the topic all the time. I'm a very direct person. I like very direct and clear communication. So I get annoyed when people just kind of like dance around topics. But just don't underestimate the listening portion is what I'm saying as well. So listening as much as you're flapping your jaws comes into play, especially when you're the one interviewing for a job. To me, they should be also asking about the company. They just sit there and just not respond to me. Yeah, they're not real invested. Yeah, they're not really interested. So something to think about, I guess. Yeah. So the second thing that I think falls under that category of competence is the person's emotional maturity. And I know this sounds silly because we're hiring adults, air quotes, quote unquote adults. But if you hire somebody that can't take a critique or can't take some constructive criticism on what they're doing and takes everything very personally and throws a fit, then they're probably not a good fit either. This to me sometimes find out after the fact yes, on the job. That is very I, true. I've, I've had this and I've worked with people like this. You come to them and say, hey, we need to do this instead. And they take it totally wrong. Like, no, I'm not here to argue with you. I'm just here to tell you. Yeah, this like is it's you... just about the work. This yeah. is not about you. This yeah. is not personal. We're yeah. just about getting the job done. But the people that can't handle that, 
I've worked with some people that fly off the handle. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the first time it happened to me, I remember standing there like, what what just happened? Because it wasn't something that I was used to dealing with. Yeah. This is where the maturity comes in, I think. And the person that did it to me was a grown man old enough to be my grandfather. So some people don't grow out of it. (laughs) But I'm just saying, and unfortunately, that might be something that you don't find out (laughs) until after they work for you. But that is definitely a key thing to look out for, especially if it's somebody that thinks that they're going to work for you for a while and maybe work their way up. You just can't have people that act like that, especially if you're out like on the job. I've worked with tool throwers. Like, you can't throw fits. You can't no, throw baby fits. Can. No, you cannot throw baby fits when you're <laughs> on the job. I've had to keep it together. I had one employee adding on to a water feature. And I knew water lines were going through this one area. And I told him, go at it real easy because I knew there's water lines through there. And we can't break this, mm-hmm. the water line because we just got very expensive fish in there. And next thing I see, he's raising his hand and going full swing of that pick. And I was like, hey, you can't do that. All right. Two minutes later, I walk away. He's I see that pick's flying through there again. Went over there again. You did it a third time. Like, I had to bite my tongue, step oh, away. I'm like, I'm oh. going to lose it on you. Yes. Even though, well, the homeowner happened to be out there. Yeah. Well, he, this kind of goes back to li- they're not listening no, and not no. following direction. He, he did not make it that way. He stayed for the rest of the day. And at yeah. the end of the day, sorry, oh, see, I fired. No, the people that I have dealt with as far as emotional maturity, it was just that you said, you know, I would give a direction about work and they would just like fly off the handle for no reason. I think the guy you're working with just wasn't following directions. So either he didn't understand them or... Well, I explained it to him and somebody else explained it to him. Yeah. So, so he either couldn't follow directions or just wanted yeah, to do what he wanted to do. Yeah. So he, and and he, didn't, he didn't understand why. <laughs> Those heads were just a little thick, so... Well, the next thing you need to think about is the resourcefulness. Yeah, that's, I think, the third component of competence, especially your higher level folks. Mm-hmm. They have to be able to think outside the box. Things come up all the time, and they have to be able to adapt and overcome whatever situation is there. Like, you run into like, a section of concrete that's buried there. You didn't know about it. And they're calling you, what do you do? Figure it out, Figure man. it out, man. Can you yeah. take it up easy? Is there something we have to ch- make a change order? I mean, yes, I told them this stuff. You know, if it's certain it's going to take you know over a half hour, then let me know, and then we'll make a change order or something. But if I outline this, you need to be able to think about these things off the top of your head. Well, yeah, and know when they need to call you and know when it's something that they can handle. Yeah. But you don't want them, everybody, just, like, bugging you all the time. No. So, like I said, especially There's, with foremans and crew leaders, they have got to be able to just figure it out. I think a lot of landscapers get frustrated with employees. Like, they just can't figure things out. To me, it goes both ways. Like, is it on you because they've relied on you answering their questions so long that they have to call you because they don't want to get in trouble if they make a mistake? So that, to me, that's a little bit on you as the owner. Mm-hmm. You know, and you haven't allowed them to make those decisions or are they just not capable of making those decisions? You know? It, it, yes. I wish you put the little caveat of these people should have already been through a proper onboarding process. Yeah. Don't just like hire somebody off the street yeah. And expect them to like be resourceful and be making decisions like a week in. I'm talking about employees that have been with you for a while. They have been trained and they should know better. Because part of it is on you to onboard and train them to know when, okay, this is like you said, if this is going to be something that requires like a work order and is above and beyond maybe like a couple hundred bucks, you should probably call the boss. Yeah. And to me, this kind of goes back when I started letting our foreman time that took over my position yeah. through water features. Mm-hmm. I had to let, let them make their own mistakes. Yes. It, it, it was tough. Like, I didn't want to walk away because I knew how to water features should go. I, like, you know I'm picky with throwing rocks and yeah. replacement. Yeah, and, real picky. Real annoying. Yeah, it can be. But you had to let it go. I had to. And, you know, the homeowner's happy with the end product, but I had to let them make mistakes. Yeah. And 
what I would do is I'd let them do whatever and I'd say, hey, next time, come here, look at the way this rock is. Yeah. You know, do you think it's this way in the ground or should be this way? You know, whatever it is, and let them think about it. But you have to let them make mistakes. You made mistakes doing whatever. That's how we all yeah. learn. You don't get to, like, skip that portion yeah. of learning and growing. But, no. but this is something you need to look forward in. Boy. Yeah, they've got to be resourceful. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if they yeah want to progress up through your company. Yeah. They don't want to just stay a low-level laborer. So, And I think the next part of competence is just, like, getting things done. You want somebody who just gets stuff done. Mm-hmm. You don't want the guy who walks around with a clipboard just <laughs> looking busy because they're not getting anything done. They're yeah. not being productive. You're not getting results. Yeah. So No, they need to be a little proactive and kind of think ahead. They, they should always be thinking ahead what the next step is going to be and how they're going to do things. And this is where some of those open-ended questions can come into play here that you can ask. If you put in this situation, what do you do? And it kind of leads back to the interview process. Well, it does lead back to the interview process. So Yeah. And this can kind of go back to you as the owner can help with this as well, because if you provide your people with the proper training and proper work orders and proper job sheets, then there's no reason that they shouldn't be able to figure out what to do on their own. Mm -hmm. Like they should be able to either ask the foreman or find the paperwork. They shouldn't be walking around with a clipboard. Or I think also the equivalent is I've worked with with old guys that would like sweep the shop like all day, every day. They were physically busy doing something. And I mean, they're like the cleanest shop floors, but they weren't really getting anything done unless you very specifically told them to do something there's always people who try to make it as easy as possible or get out of work yeah but a players definitely they're looking to get things done they're not just going to stand around holding a clipboard or sweeping the shop all day long so the last step would be you trust this person can you trust them on the job can you trust them to go get things done and not have to follow up with them Right. And this might be something that uh, that comes with just working with them as well. Like you might not be able to know that just from an interview. No. This might take a little bit of working with them for a while. I mean, a little bit to me is when you're interviewing them, it's kind of, you have a gut feeling about this person too. You know, if, if you have a bad feeling, yeah, right, something, you may not trust them for whatever reason. So they may not be a good fit for your business. Mm-hmm. Just something to think about. Yeah. But I don't think this has to be something that comes right away. No. But once again, when you're getting into higher positions, it's like, okay, has this person been with us for a couple of seasons? Do they know the ropes by now? Do I trust them to be out there without me having to oversee them all the time? That's part of just being a competent employee. Yeah, and this goes to like if you give them a company credit card to go wherever, to the hardware store, can you trust them they're going to get whatever materials and not? There's, oh, I mean, there's not going to be like a pack of gum and some yeah. chips and yeah. some pop and yeah, all yeah. that on there. Well, you'd be lucky if that's all they put on there. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't like buy a sawzall for home or something. Is that what you mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yes, that trustworthiness, I think that's part of the competence as yeah. well. And just another thing, competent employees, to me, they think about how their actions affect the rest of the team. They know that if they show up and get work done, that impacts everybody. Because if you have an A player who's working with a bunch of B players, that's that employee that's going to get frustrated and mad. It's going to be like, what am I doing here? I'm always just picking up the slack for everybody else. They're going to be unhappy and frustrated. And that's when they're going to leave. That's what you don't want. Mm-hmm. You have that A player. You need to keep them. And this is where, a little bit off topic, but this is where those reviews come to play. They can talk to you about these kind of things and let you know. Yeah. So how do you get these A players? I know it's hard right now. It is. But it's like one of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast is because it is. It's hard. Employees are hard right now. It's a hard one. But you can start with the interview process, and we already alluded to it. It's asking those open-ended questions. Can you give me an example of a specific time when you had to whatever, insert whatever, or you know, a specific example of when you had to make the decision to whatever. So just come up with these scenarios, things that might actually come up in the job, and ask them about that. 
Well, I always like, especially for a foreman, if you're hiring for somebody in the foreman position, yeah. you know, if you have a customer that comes out and is upset because she thought the patio was going to go this direction and you went this direction, mm-hmm. how do you handle that? Right. So that, to me, asking those type of things is what you want to do. So. Yeah. So yeah, if you've encountered this, how did it play mm-hmm. out? Like, how did this go? Yeah. yeah. If you avoid just those like yes or no questions of, yeah. are you going to be a good fit for this company? Yes. <laughs> do you steal? No. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they, mm-hmm. they know the answers to say. <laughs> yeah. And like we said, a lot of this competency, you might have to hire them and uh, watch them work for a while. Yeah, this is where like an introductory period or... Yeah, if you do... It, um, probationary and do evaluations mm-hmm. like you can hire them and let them know well there's going to be like 30 60 mm-hmm. and 90 day evaluations yeah. something like that if you have something um like that incorporated into your hiring structure then that kind of gives you the out it's like okay well you aren't meeting this this and this performance standard you know mm-hmm. you you knew you were you were only hired on a probationary basis i'm sorry i'm gonna have to yeah, let you and this is in our onboarding process we have in the academy we yeah. have this laid out mm-hmm. and we're after the first week, we're talking to them, we're talking to their whoever their foreman or whoever their mentor is right. to find out how they're fitting in and try to make those adjustments early on. Mm-hmm. And then you continue doing that, you know, like the 30-day period, like you said, we're doing this and right. seeing where they're at. So you can try to correct that action before it gets too far along. And I think that's the good part because you don't have to be like completely hard-nosed. And mm-hmm. if you can see that there is some kind of potential there, especially in maybe uh, like somebody who's younger or somebody who is new to this field, they might just need a little molding, a little hand holding. And so you can definitely give them, you know, the 30, 60, 90, try to correct it. But this is where if it's continuing to be a problem, then you have to just let them go. So that's a whole nother, we should do a whole nother podcast on hanging on to people too long. (laughs) Everybody's held on to people too long. Well, it's hard right now because you need people, you need drivers or whatever, and it's hard to let somebody go because the pool's not really big right now. Well, I'm just, I hope this helps. I hope that um, you can... Just kind of pay attention now as you're getting applicants in because, I mean, it's what, almost February. People are going to be hiring soon. This season will be here before we know it. So hopefully when you're looking at applicants and you start to interview people, you do think to just think above and beyond just what very specific skills they're writing down on their resume. Yeah, and if if you're looking to kind of learn a little bit more and, and try to understand these questions, Definitely check out our academy because inside the academy, we have all these interview questions. We have a whole onboarding process laid out for you to make it a little easier. Yeah, like we talked about in there. Yeah, get them onboarded, get them trained, get them, you know, do those reviews with them. It just makes all of this easier Mm because dealing with employees can be a pain in the butt. But if you have all these processes in place, like I said, if you do happen to get to the point to where you have to let somebody go, then you have all of this information behind you. It's not, oh, I'm just firing you because I mean and I want to. You can be like, well, you've been given ample opportunity. We, you know, we went over things with you after a week. We did 30 days, 60 days. It just makes it easier to justify it when you have all the stuff documented and mm-hmm. written down of why we have to do yes. this. Because now we're back to people that aren't emotionally mature and yeah. we'll take it very personally. Yeah. It'll be like, oh, you're just mean. You're an a-hole. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's the reasons why we tried correcting here. You didn't do it. Well, we should do a podcast on that because yeah. I have, I have fired a lot of people, especially just like seasonal help, because um, I have a little bit of a low tolerance. <laughs> but this was one of my secrets was I just documented everything, mm-hmm. and so there was like literally nothing to argue. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do that next. Yeah, we'll see when we see if we can get that one in there. So. All right. Hope this helps. Get your people interviewed. Hopefully, you can get some A players. Yeah. May twenty twenty one. Awesome. We can do it. Yeah. Got some right. questions for me. Yes. Yeah, these are fun. All right. So would you rather never be able to use your search engine again or never use your smartphone apps again? 
Um, I guess maybe not use my smartphone apps because I could just maybe search for all of it and just use it on the <laughs> computer. Does that make sense? Yeah, or like a yeah. tablet? Yeah, I guess a little work around there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is TikTok on the computer though? Yeah. I'm mildly addicted to TikTok. You are a little app. bit, yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. There's just so many good things on there. I don't know if it's on. I don't know. I've never looked. I've only ever used it on my phone. All right. If humans came with a warning label, what would yours say? <laughs> Kind of like what was it gremlins? Like you don't feed them chicken after dark. <laughs> yeah, they get real angry. Yeah. Don't let don't let me get tired because I get real crabby. Like I'm so mean when I'm tired. Right. I am. I'm, it's terrible. I'm so mean. So mm-hmm. don't let me get tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What would be the worst ingredient to fill a burrito with? Um, what can't you put in a burrito? Burritos are delicious. And we just had some really good burritos from a local place that had like mm. fairly non-traditional things in them. But what I would say don't fill it with broccoli only because I don't want anything filled with broccoli. <laughs> so that's not necessarily burrito specific, but please never fill anything I'm eating with broccoli because it tastes like wet socks. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Have a great day. Bye. Hey everyone, just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. <laughs>